0: Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. A lot of organisations making the effort to become more inclusive and University of Limerick GAA are no different. They have launched the first ever GAA jersey to feature LGBTQ plus pride colours. And Ronan Keane, the GAA development officer at UL, joins me on the line now for a chat about it. Good morning to you, Um, Ronan. How are you
1: doing? Morning, Joe. How are you?
0: So, explain to me how these colours have physically been added to the jerseys. Is, is it a full rainbow or how is it done?
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a rainbow sleeve. So, so both our sleeves and jersey and our and new design will have um, the Pride or the, the rainbow logo on them. And why did
0: you decide now was the time to include the LGBTQ plus colours?
1: Um, well, I suppose I first came into the job in, in 2017. And uh, when I first came in as the development officer, I was impressed at, at how the equal status of, of players was w- within the university and that the female teams got treated as well as the males. And I, I think uh, UL and ULGA as a whole was ahead of its time in that regard. I think the rest of the country and, and, and indeed other countries are only catching up in, in that regard. Um, so we would have always prided ourselves on equality but uh, my, my colleague, D.J. Collins, who is um, over the O'Connor Cup team for the last 15 years, uh, the, the first ladies football team in UL, said, we're not doing enough. We're not showing it. Um, so it was, it was his vision to, to include the, the rainbow uh, colours on the jersey to, to show that we are about inclusivity and diversity. And I suppose saying, Joe, that um, you know, it, it's not just that it's, it's OK to be different. But everyone's just different and we and we celebrate that difference.
0: I mean, to be fair to the GA, you know, it was probably the first big sporting organisation in the country. And we remember Donal Cusack uh, coming out as a gay, I think it was back in 2009. Um, and, you know, this is while he was still playing at intercounty level. level. Um, and it was something that it, back then was largely accepted. I think that, that was his experience of it.
1: Yeah, and um, I think I think Don Log has to, to get a lot of credit, and, and you know the likes of David Goff and a few other individuals, high-profile individuals in the GEA. Um, I still think there may be a fear, particularly from the male side side of things. Um, there may be a worry about that, but I guess if if we can positively influence uh, the young students, you know that, that this is our this is our mark saying, You know, it's okay to be different. And we celebrate those differences within uh, student life and within ULGA as a whole, you know.
0: Yeah. And ULGA, though, is the first club jersey to carry the pride colours in the country. Is that right?
1: Yeah, well, I I think we may have created a bit of controversy on Twitter about that. A few more have come out and showed a a few of their jerseys. What I can say is we're the first college for definite. And I do believe we're the first ones to permanently have it. So what I'll say, Joe, just not so I'm contradicted. We're the first college to have the the rainbow on our sleeves as a permanent fixture. I think that'll that'll be safe enough. But I, I do think uh, as well that this is. But is it, what, isn't it actually a good thing, things.
0: though? In fairness, Rowan, that uh, it, it people, is, yeah. are, people are people going. Hang on, wait a minute now. Yeah.
1: yeah <laughs> Don't be taking on, all the credit there. <laughs> I was looking at Twitter exploding, and it only it's only a good thing. And and. Be honest, it doesn't really matter if we are the first or, or, or not. You know, it's it's nice to say you're the first, but whether we are or not doesn't really matter. That's not uh why we're doing it. I think we've we've brought a bit more uh recognition to the idea. I think it could create a domino effect across a few more clubs, progressive clubs, and uh I think it's a good thing that we're talking about.
0: We're chatting to Ronan Keane, who's the GA Development Officer at the University of Limerick. And when you think about diversity more um, widely, thinking of Lee Chin, um, the hurler in in Wexford, for example, the O'Halpines, Sean Oag and Satanta, um, are we increasingly seeing diversity on the playing pitches of Gaelic games?
1: Uh, Yeah, I'd hope so. And uh, there would be a a diversity in, in terms of nationalities, uh, playing our games now, and uh, I suppose there was um, a large amount of non-nationals did settle in Ireland in, in the nineties and early two thousands, and their children have grown up um, within GA clubs, and they've grown up through their clubs and been vital members of the clubs, and we're now seeing a lot of those, you know, flourish and and becoming county players. So um, I, I I'd say so, Joe. Yeah, yeah. I think there is, uh, and I think. The GEA has always been a grassroots organisation in communities and it's always been inclusive, you know, and prided itself on, on inclusivity. So um, I think I think we are making yeah, you know, good headway.
0: It struck me a couple of weeks ago, I was out in the playground in a dare, I mean, not my own with, with my young fella, I should point out. And there was a, a Limerick Cricket Club match going on behind me there at the Manor Fields and it was interesting to watch you know the players from a variety of backgrounds i think there were people um, who would have been born and bred here there were people coming in from other countries as well but it it made me think i wonder are gaelic games an extension of that from certain communities coming into um the country uh
1: in in terms of the skill set is, is, the, is it is or... the
0: skill set and the and the interest and the ability to integrate too i suppose
1: yeah, yeah, I, I think, I think first of all that, um, you know, young people should be physically active and being part of a club is, is a huge thing. And I think rural Ireland in particular would hit very hard from recession that, you know, a lot of the pubs were closed and even indeed during COVID. Um, you know, there wasn't a whole lot in rural Ireland, Ireland to do. And the GA club is the hub of a lot of community. And I think. Um, people who may not be blessed being the most talented have found that their local GA club is a fantastic place to integrate and become involved in in some in in some aspect you know
0: even going to secretaries or administrators exactly
1: yeah, yeah yeah some of the best some of the best administrators in the GA haven't been um, the most celebrated of players, shall we say? Yes, yeah, that's
0: very, yeah. very true. Um, and speaking of that, I mean, there was uh, you know, quite a, um, a ceremony around uh, this from ULGA's point of view. Um, I know the president of the GA was in attendance, wasn't he? A, a former student of UL?
1: Yeah, yeah. Larry McCarthy was alumnus of UL in the 70s and he was indeed a player and an All-Ireland winner on the football team in the late 70s. And he was also a very important administrator with the club, so it was great to welcome him back to to, to UL. And um, you know, it was somewhat humble beginnings when he was there, and and now we can welcome him back to a flourishing club with over seventeen teams. So yeah, it was um, a great honour to welcome the president of the GA to UL, and, and indeed to have the, the president of UL herself, of course, May, in attendance. Um, we got great support for the initiative, George. It was fantastic.
0: And finally, I mean, with the sporting bedrock of the University of Limerick, and I know it very well, um, often there at the weekends myself, uh, using some of the facilities there, um, you, you presumably have a very strong player pool um, in hurling and, and maybe football as well. Some of the top intercounty players around the country end up on your teams, don't they?
1: Yeah, yeah, we have a, a number of high-profile teams. Or high profile players, excuse me. Um, I suppose no one more high profile than, than David Clifford at the moment. So he's uh, in his second year of Masters in P. Um, so, you know, we've had numerous uh, members of, of the All Ireland winning Limerick team, you know, the Kyle Hayes, the Grove Hegarty's, Tom Morrissey's. I could list, you know, half the team now for you. Um, so we have had our share of, of, of high profile players and we, we continue to get in good talent. Um, I guess. The university is best by the fact that it's very accessible and, and can pull from a lot of counties. Um, there's lots of diverse courses uh, going on in the university that attract a large student base. More students have been taken in. And uh, invariably, when you, when you bring in more students, you're bringing in more talent as well. And, and that has a knock-on positive effect on, on the GA club here.
0: And what about Gaelic Games for women at UL?
1: Yeah, um, very strong at the moment. Um, so we've been um, we've been fielding uh, at least four teams in ladies football and, and three teams in Camogie the last number of years. So um, uh, forty to fifty percent of our membership would be ladies, so it's extremely popular as well from from that point of view. And we've had uh, great success in competitions like the Ashburn and the O'Connor over the last number of the years. Our Ashburn team are undefeated in the last seven years in championships. So um, right. that's uh, that's something special as well.
0: Good. All right. Well, listen, great to chat to you and good to highlight uh, this development with the pride colours on the ULGA jersey. Um, thank you very much for your time this morning, for all your efforts as well. there at uh, ULGA Development Officer at the University, Ronan Keane. Appreciate your time. Thanks,
1: Joe. Thanks. All the best. Limerick Today with Joe Nash
0: on Live 95.